Welcome to The Detail Rag. I'm your host, Brian, where we talk about auto detailing, the people, the products, and the processes that encourage us to share the shine. Welcome back to the podcast. Zay, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Ah, great. So today's podcast, I have a special guest on today. We have Zaya Dinka from Carnuba Detailing. Zay, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing wonderful, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. First of all, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your busy day to, uh, to talk to me. And um, we talked a little bit last night, talked a little bit this morning. And uh, let's just jump right into it. Is there anything you want to start with? Um, no, man. Just want to say thank you. Um, it's a, uh, a pleasure of mine just to be on the podcast with you. And I really appreciate you offering this opportunity, man. Sweet. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. First of all, I want to start out with uh, thank you so much for your service. Appreciate the, the uh, military service. Um, no problem, bro. It's, a, it's an honor. Thank you. And congratulations on the Grand Ambassador from the Rag Company. How'd you, uh, how'd you like that? Yeah, dude. Um, it was, it was an awesome experience. Um, uh, the guys and girls at the rag company are just out of this world when it comes to their service for their customers and also just all their friends and family on Instagram and social media platforms. So they really, um, gave it their all during the grand ambassador for the first quarter of 2019. They're continuing it, um, in the next few quarters as well. So it was just a great time with them. Sweet. So how'd you, how'd you come about, um, tell me a little bit, give me a little bit of background on how you became interested in detailing and how you got into detailing. Well, you know, I guess for, for a lot of us, it starts as a hobby, you know, you you get really into it. For me, it was after, um, I purchased my first car. I had a 2006 Saab 93 Aero it was black with two tone leather seats on the inside and it needed some TLC. So, um, you know, you start out going to Walmart, picking up some products and seeing what you can do with those. And then, after that, you're still not satisfied, so you start tinkering around with some other brands, and then uh, before you know it, you got Optimum in your arsenal and um, PNS products, and all of a sudden you got your DA and polishing pads, and you kind of take it from there. Um, you get to a point where people start asking, you know, for neighbors, family, they want you to do their cars, and um, after that point, I really kind of got into detailing and the whole aspect of maintaining and putting time and effort and money into, into your investment and then giving it back to you. So. That's awesome. How did you, uh, what made you decide to do a YouTube channel? Oh man. Um, keep me, keep myself busy. Number one during times that got a a bit slow when I took it full time. Um, and also just to kind of, you know, give back a little bit to the community. There uh, are a lot of people out there that really like going to YouTube as a source when it comes to knowledge and um, how-to videos and DIYs. And um, uh, I thought at the time and still now that I have the knowledge and, you know, at least the products and arsenal to to review and provide that to the community. So, Okay. Um, were you detailing full-time when you decided to start the YouTube channel? Or is that just something you you came up with kind of during uh, the process. Yeah. So basically uh, after, geez, let me, let me go back a little bit. Um, okay. I, 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 t- I took it full time um, during my uh, college uh, school and um, I was doing school and this and the army 
And yeah, I just wanted to do YouTube as well on top of that. So I know that, that sounds like a lot to take on, but you know, you have, you have so much time during the day and you find yourself kind of getting lazier doing something that's not really productive. So I thought YouTube was just going to be a great kind of option for me to stay on track and kind of focus myself on the industry. So. Okay. I think um, we've talked about this a little bit. I think I actually started somehow I, I, I came across you on YouTube. I believe it was probably maybe, maybe your second or third video, which yeah. was interesting because I actually, I hadn't seen anybody new and fresh. And I thought I'm going to follow this guy and see what happens because at the time, I don't think you had any followers. I don't think you were, you were had very many views. And I thought I've never seen this happen. I've never seen the process. So I was interested and I just kind of jumped on board and started watching everything you were doing. And I was extremely impressed as to how fast things have grown for you. I think personally, um, I think you've come a very, very long way in a very short time. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I mean, like you said, I didn't really have much to start with when it came to subscribers and views and things like that. And um, you see a big difference in the quality of my videos throughout the period of time. There was a massive jump where I, I invested some money and some time into equipment, cameras, mics, things like that, um, lighting in order to not just provide quality knowledge um, when it comes to detailing, but also quality content as well. I find that very important. People want to make sure they're seeing stuff in high definition and having good audio as well. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey. And I would say ever since I moved to Arizona, so about seven months ago or so is where I really, really started trying on YouTube. Before that, I was just kind of like whenever I got a chance or I found the time to go ahead and make a video – that's when I did it. But ever since I moved, I've been trying to push out at least one or two videos a week um, when it comes to the channel. So. so kind of enlighten everybody as to, um, again, I started watching your videos when you were, in, uh, you were in Chicago, correct? Yes, in the Chicagoland area. And then you actually moved to Arizona for someone to just basically pick up their whole entire life and restart their business from clear across the country. What's that like? Um, difficult. Uh, very, very <laughs> difficult. Um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a hard time for not just me, but also the family because, um, you have your friends and you have your family that are in a certain area and then you just got to pick up, move and, you know, kind of get accustomed to a new, um, way of life, I guess, if you want to call it, because we don't really know anybody here. We don't have um, any necessarily any family or friends for the most part. Um, so I literally had to start fresh when it comes to the business, but also the personal aspect of life. And as, as everyone knows that owns a business and is self-employed for a period of time, um, the stress of everything associated with life plays a part in how your business performs as well. So well, I can say from the outside looking in, you are doing extremely well with it. I think you're handling things very well. And I think you're actually, um, I, I don't think anyone can tell in all honesty, because I think from, from everything that you see, the YouTube channel, the, the website, the Facebook, I think for the most part, you have maintained, um, I think, who you are. And I think you've done very well with it. So congratulations on that. Thank you, man. Thank you. I really, I really try to keep myself motivated the best I can. Um, I don't have the support systems and friends that I 
that I used to, that I can talk to always on a daily in person. So um, individuals like yourself, you know, um, Levi, Anthony, all the people on Instagram, those, those are where I find a lot of my support within the community. Um, you guys um, increase my drive to do better because um, obviously I see people liking my content and I like theirs as well. And we, we're consistently trying to make things better for each other. So. Absolutely. That's awesome. And I think we're all learning from each other too, which is really kind of cool because I've said this in previous uh, podcasts that, you know, when I got started in the business, it was, you know, way back in the day and no one would share information. It was kind of like they were all afraid you were going to steal their cars or steal their clients or, and no one really talked about it. So this is all kind of new for me also learning to communicate with other people from all around the country because no one when I got started would even share information and now it's like everybody wants to share everything. And I think it's just so awesome. Yeah. Um, for, for yeah, you, you run into that sometimes where there's individuals that don't want to help others, um, detailers, manufacturers, maybe. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, there are way too many cars on this planet for all of us to take care of. Okay. I, um, so, I agree. um, and, and, and if you think you have a secret, that no one else knows, trust me, someone probably knows it. And if not, they're going to eventually figure it out. Okay. There's not really much out there that um, detailers can't get their hands on. So. Right. So let's, let's go back just a little bit again in the sense of, so right out of high school, uh, from high school to college, is that kind of where your experience started in the detailing world? Yeah, it really um, started kicking in. So right, right after high school, um, uh, like, like you said, I am a service member. I joined the military during my senior year of high school, went to basic training summer of, and AIT, that was about a six, seven-month period right there. But when I got back, I purchased my first car, the Saab 93R. So it was around 2015. And um, that's where it really – yeah, continue. No, I was going to say, did you actually, like in high school, did you ever have a job that – like a high after high school after after school job or anything that that kind of led you to detailing? No, no. Um, to be honest with you, um, in the military, I do I do finance stuff. I'm a financial manager technician, and um, after I came back, I picked up a job in the banking industry. So I started off as a relationship banker, moved up as a branch supervisor. But detailing was always in the works for me. I was always doing it at home, helping out neighbors with cars, families, and friends detailing their vehicles. So. Um, it was like, like a lot of us, like kind of like a side gig or a side hustle, whatever you want to call it. Um, but for me, I just started falling more and more in love with the idea of detailing as a career choice. Um, and I guess to, to answer, I guess the final question, it didn't really become a hundred percent until I competed in um, a shark tank competition in my local college. And, um, I won a good amount of money to go ahead and start Carnuba detailing as a company. So. Nice. So was there ever a, um, so you said you worked in banking, right? Yes. Okay. So you actually did work at a bank. It wasn't just the finance end of being in the military. So, um, yeah, no, I did work at a, a financial institution for a few years. Yep. So the whole entire time you were banking, you were still thinking about detailing. Oh, heck yes, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I'll be honest with you. Um, suit and tie behind the desk, um, working with numbers is not my gig, dude. I'm, I'm good at it. I'm good at it. I was super blessed to have a position like that. I mean, I was 19, 20 years old, straight out of high school with no college degree whatsoever. 
And I was, I was working in a, in a position such as that as, as, as a branch supervisor for a financial institution. And that's just crazy nice. for me to think about that. Um, I was super blessed. It really gave me the, the foundation um, of my customer service skills as well. That's something that I really, really try to focus on with my customers now. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a day that went by where I was like, man, I cannot wait until I have the opportunity to start this thing up, you know? That's awesome. So you really, I mean, in all honesty, your, your great customer service skills probably come from the fact that one, you were kind of helping people handle their money, which is extremely important. And now oh, yeah. you're handling probably, you know, their second largest investment, which, you know, all their vehicles. Um, exactly. Did you... I'm I'm just guessing that from Chicago to Arizona, you didn't find it hard to adjust to the weather. Me personally, um, with the color of my skin and my family's ethnicity, um, we're 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 very accustomed to desert weather. So okay, yeah, I'm 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 currently enjoying the 95 to 100 degree weather right now. To be honest with you, I don't mind it at all. So, but from a detailing standpoint which is what I was kind of getting at is because oh, okay. I've, watched the no, I've watched the videos of you actually detailing in snow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. um, I used to do that a lot, sadly. And that was a pain in the butt. So, um, the biggest challenges you find in cold weather situations is, um, if you, if you're really stout and you, you really push through, it's not your, your, like the human body at fault. It's the products and tools that you're utilizing that really kind of hold you back. So, um, right. anything, anything below 40 degrees, you start seeing products freeze up and this and that. So it really becomes difficult to work with, um, in colder weather climates. Now, moving on to the complete other, um, aspect of this, um, warmer weather, hot weather, a lot of sun like Arizona, I would say products are more tailored toward those types of climates and situations because people understand at least manufacturers understand that a lot of detailers are working outside and they don't really have the ability to have um, a garage space or shade or something like that so right right so i think and, and i'm going to take you back a little bit i don't know how far back we're going to go but one of the one of the uh and I got to be honest with you, one of the videos that actually caught my attention and drew me to you was the Works Hydro Shot. I think I went out and bought one as soon as I watched your video. Yeah. Awesome, man. It is <laughs> a nifty little tool, that thing. Do you still use it? I, I do still use it. And um, this, is, this is a great thing to bring up because I know this, there's going to be a lot of maybe guys that are trying to start up and stuff like that. Um, I, I personally use the no rinse wash system or a traditional wash system with the works hydro shot for years now. And okay. there hasn't been a time where a customer was like, Oh, that's like the pressure washer you're using or something like that. Um, it does have its downfalls. Don't get me wrong. You want to make sure you're using quality soap solutions. If you're doing a traditional wash, because you don't have much pressure or water to work with, um, but it right. works. Okay. You can make it happen. You got to work a little quickly um, so stuff doesn't dry out off on you, but it, you can make it happen with the work size your shop for sure. That's awesome. That is so awesome because I've used mine. I use mine quite a bit and I really, really like it. And so yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. Thank you so much for that video because it, it helped me out. No problem, man. No problem. I, I, I do really try. I do try my best on the videos. I like making them. I enjoy doing them. Um, and uh, I know a lot of people have questions on some products like that and in certain situations when it comes to detailing. Like, 
how long how long does the battery last while washing a car or how many gallons of water are you going to need to wash a mid-size SUV or a pickup truck and stuff like that. So I try to kind of give people an idea of, of what they're going to be working with with a tool like that. Okay. So while we're on that subject, why don't you, can you throw out a little bit of advice for maybe somebody who might be listening who's wanting to get started? What would be one of your best advice, one of your best pieces of advice that you could give for somebody right now that's trying to start? Um, you can, you can tackle that question in, in, in a few ways. I would guess the, the first one that a lot of guys focus on is what do you need to go ahead and start off with? Um, to be honest, you don't need that much. Um, a lot of guys think that when they ha- when they start, they need to provide every single service known to mankind when it comes to detailing and you don't have to do that. Start out, not basic, but start up simple. Um, offer a quality wash. Um, I, I would say one of the main goals when it comes to the package is to be able to properly decontaminate the surface. So make sure you're claying the vehicle when it comes to your base packages and things like that. But if you don't have the ability or the, the finances to go ahead and purchase ceramic coatings and dual action polishers and things like that, it's not a big deal. Keep it simple. When you get the capital in order to go ahead and expand and offer those surfaces, go ahead after that point. So um, when it comes to a- that aspect of detailing, um, actually the startup costs and what, what you're going to need, just keep it simple and offer quality services and um, customer service as well. So, Excellent. Excellent. Good advice. Thank you very much. Um, so you recently just went to Big Bear, spent some time with, uh, was it Detailing Success? Yes, I did. Okay. You want to want to talk a little bit about that and, and what your experience was? You know, you're a car guy and, and you're really into detailing, obviously. And this is this is a very big, um, not just a career choice for me, but a lifestyle for me. Um, uh, when some of my friends talk to me, I'm kind of nerdy because literally on my free time, I'm kind of looking at detailing products and you know trying to just advance my knowledge and skills when it comes to our industry. And going to Big Bear and meeting Rennie Doyle. Um, probably one of the best detailers in the world um, is just an amazing experience. The amount of knowledge that he has when it comes to this industry is ridiculous. And and, uh, he really truly tries to pass it on to everyone that trains with him and gives everyone equal opportunity to, to grow and expand when it comes to his training and the detailing network and everything that's involved with that system. So it's awesome. That is so awesome. Um, what, uh, what was the deciding factor for you to do that? Um, interesting story when it comes to deciding factor. So, um, last year, uh, I went to Miami, Florida uh, for a 10X conference. Uh, The 10X conference is organized by Grant Cardone and a few other entrepreneurs. And it's, it's just focused on entrepreneurship and business owners that really want to 10X and maximize the potential of their business at all levels. So, um, if you're thinking $100,000, think a million dollars. That's their main goal when you go to that event. And I ran into William Laura, owner of Miami Lux Detailing over there in Miami. And um, he really kind of explained and stressed how that the detailing success training was a real big game changer for him when it came to his company. Um, so after that point, I talked to him a little bit more, got a little bit more information, and I took the leap. So Sweet. Sweet. Um, like I said, I don't, um, 
I want to take up a lot of your time. I'm going to take about a half hour or so just uh, let people get to know a little bit about you. I'm sure there's tons of people who are watching you on YouTube. There's tons of people that are following you on Instagram. Um, and I'm just going to tell you, I'm, I, I have no doubt that people don't, don't, uh, appreciate what you're doing and, and they love seeing what you're doing. Um, one thing that I do want to touch on that I want to ask you about, because I think it's, it, it kind of struck a chord with me and it just kind of, from what I've seen and from what I've observed about you, what I've liked about you, it kind of 10 X that for me is watching what you just did for the child crisis, Arizona, you had the detailing for a difference. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man. So, um, a fellow detailer in our area, Matt, um, he's owner of uh, Biff's auto detailing and he, he, he organized this whole event along with a few other detailers. And I, I had the wonderful opportunity to join in on it, but basically detailing for a difference is, is gathering up quality detailers and providing our skills, knowledge, and, and talent when it comes to detailing to the community. And this is something that Rennie really stressed when it comes to his training and also just everything detailing related is we can't always be making withdrawals. We have to make deposits as well um, when it comes to our industry. So uh, that was our main goal was to give back to the community and make this a yearly event so we can continue to support the community that supports us in turn. So that's awesome. That is uh that's a huge piece of uh, a great piece of advice there for other people to listen to and other people to learn is to, you know, in the sense that you coming from the financial world, you got to make deposits. You can't always make withdrawals because sooner or later there's nothing there. Um, exactly. And so I have a list of people that helped you out. Um, and not only from your aspect, but uh, I, can you, I don't know. I'm sure you don't have it in front of you and I apologize. I've, I've got some in front of me that I pulled off of the video. Do you want to give a shout out to anybody that helped you out? Um, help me out regarding just my, my career so far when well, it comes to detailing with, with the detailing for a difference, how many people were involved? Oh, a lot of individuals. I can actually hear, let me pull up my post. And I, I believe each one needs their, their shout out because they all supported us so well when it came to this whole event. So, um, I can just go through real quick. So Matt from Biff's Auto Detailing, Detail Arizona, Beeswax Detailing, Candies Detailing, Shineworks, Flawless Finish, um, Gus New York Pizza, who provided the pizza to feed all of us throughout that event, uh, JB's Executive, Prestige Detailing, Pre-Luxury, Rome the Polisher, Shinebox, and WW Detailing AZ as well. So, And also Superior Image, the people that hosted the event um, at their – at their shop. So. So do you have a word of advice for anybody say who's listening that might want to do something like this on their own? What, what would you, uh, what would you tell them? Oh man, just uh, go ahead and start networking. Like my gosh, I see so many new guys that really try to keep to themselves when it comes to detailing and um, they're forgetting that we're, we're a big, big family guys. Um, there, especially if you're if you're certified IDA or if you're part of the detailing network or something like that, um, reach out. We are more than happy to help you. We are more than happy to team up. Just a few days ago, I helped a fellow detailer on a, on a few jobs with ceramic coating and a boat detail. Um, and it's stuff like that that really brings us together. Because at the end of the day, 
Um, us as detailers coming together really make the biggest difference when it comes to our industry. And you can already see that throughout this whole period of time. There was a time where people only paid a few hundred dollars for a full detail. And now you're looking at five, six, seven hundred dollars plus to get it done. So it not only helps us as a community, but also helps our industry to go ahead and maximize our potential when it comes to the business aspect of things too. So that's awesome. Great advice. Um, I think it should, I, I think it's something that should happen more often myself. I really do. I think uh, just the same as, you know, me reaching out to you and me reaching out to other people to just kind of tell your story and give people a little background about who you are and, and how you've come about. I think just sharing information and sharing stories and learning each other and getting to know each other is huge for the industry in the sense that you can have a sense of togetherness and camaraderie and family. And you know that no matter what you're doing, you can reach out to somebody clear across the country and they can help you. You know, if you're struggling with something, you can reach out to someone and they can help you through that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, social media, you know, a lot of people look at it as such a negative um, part of our lives nowadays. Yes, it does take up a lot of our time. And sometimes we do need to push it aside and spend some more time with family and friends in person. But don't underestimate the power that it has when it comes to communication. Um, there's countless of times where I reach out to fellow detailers on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, asking for help, asking for advice and vice versa. Um, when it comes to pain correction, some more heavily entailed detailing things. I mean, doesn't matter how much experience you have and how much training you've had, there's something that you're going to run into that you're not 100% on. And that's where your detailing community comes into play and really changes the game for, for guys like us. So That's awesome. So I can tell you right now, I appreciate you so much for being a part of my little group that I'm involved in. Um, I know that I've reached out to you on different occasions just to, you know, say, hey, or what's going on and that kind of thing. And you've always been so welcoming and, uh, and knowledgeable. You're so knowledgeable and I, and, and appreciate the content that you put out. Like I said, I've followed you and watch what you've been doing and, and I appreciate the content you're putting out because it's so easy to understand and you're easy to understand. You communicate very clearly and well for other people to learn from. And, uh, I will suggest that if there's anybody listening, um, right now that, that, needs some information or is looking for information, definitely look um, Zaya up on his uh, Carnuba Detailing YouTube channel for that information. Um, it's kind of a, it's not really a trick question, but here's a question I think I've asked everybody so far is the one single product that no matter what you can't live without. Oh man. Whew. That is a tough one. All right. So, it's probably going to be optimum no rinse, to be honest with you. Okay. And, and the reason, Go ahead. It's, it's so versatile as a no rinse wash system. It's a pure polymer no rinse wash. And if, if, you, if you're asking me, like, what's the one product you can only have to go ahead and detail the whole car to the best of your ability, it's going to be that. You can use it on the exterior. You can use it on the interior, um, glass, pretty much every surface except upholstery and fabric set to go with that product so nice um is is there a since you have become a grand ambassador for the rag company is there one towel you can't live without um you'd be really surprised but i have fell in love with their general purpose car detailing towel like it's okay. just a regular like 
I believe 16 by 16 by 18 or something like that. But it's just a regular Terry microfiber towel, and it just does great on everything. I use it on the inside and outside, removing ceramic coatings. It just it just never fails me. So what can people who are following you, such as myself, and people who may be listening that are going to go look you up and they're going to start to follow you, what, what can we expect from Zaya in the future in Cordoba Detailing? Where do you um, want to take this? That's a really great question as well. So, um, going back to Rennie and he really stressed to, to a lot of the guys there because um, as, as mobile details, which I am currently, we're always looking to open up shop. You know, we want to have a brick and mortar location. We want to start offering those awesome ceramic services and uh, three-stage corrections and all this good stuff. Uh, we really stress the fact that we need to build our solid foundation and base, which is the mobile aspect of detailing, until we have the capital in order to get to that point of opening up a shop. So for me, it's really going to be in the next few years optimizing my mobile platform and also just my social media platform as well. Um, as you know, I'm really big into video content creation, so I'm always going to be pushing that forward throughout the next few years. Um, but like my end goal in the next five years is to hopefully have a shop open up um, and not only offer detailing services, but also um, gain experience and knowledge when it comes to PPF, uh, vinyl, window tinting, uh, paintless dent removal, and stuff like that. So, Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to throw my two cents in, and I'm just going to tell you right now that personally, with the content that you put out, the way you handle yourself and the education aspect of it. And as far as you've come as fast as you have, I personally see you becoming an industry leader. Oh, thank man. That means so much. To me right now. I really appreciate that brother. Thank you. I do. I seriously see you and your personality and what you have to offer. I see people grasping that and, and clinging onto it and taking it for whatever it's worth and, and getting whatever they can out of it. So from my standpoint of view, I hope that you continue to do what you're doing and just keep pumping out great content that people can learn from. Thank you, man. I will. I will. So before we go here, um, throw out anything you want, throw out something that, uh, Let's see, um, again, and I've done this in, in previous episodes, I've, I've mentioned the fact that in a, uh, a previous career that I had, I would spend a lot of time in training classes, and they would say, one of the first things they would open up with is, stand up, introduce yourself, and tell everybody in the room something about you that no one else knows. Can you do that? Uh, say that once more, I'm sorry. Okay, so just... Tell, tell everybody anything that you want, something about Zaya that, that most people wouldn't know about you. What, that, it doesn't have to surprise them. It just, what's something about you that, that you want to share? And it doesn't have to be detailing related. It can be anything that you want. Just share with everybody something about Zaya that, that, that people would like to know. Um, I guess the, the biggest thing to keep, keep it connected the whole entrepreneurial and business owner aspect is, um, you know, I'm, I'm very big on self-improvement. 
Um, I really, I really try to strive to the best of my ability, um, just to improve myself overall as a human being. We all have our flaws and we all have our strengths. Um, and sometimes we, we lack the, the, the balls to go ahead and point out the flaws and improve them. So, um, at the end of the day, be yourself. Um, like you said, um, hide that personality because your personality, nobody else will have ever. And that really makes the biggest difference unique value proposition for your business. So, um, really, right. really focus on yourself. And, and I don't compare myself to other people as well. I know a lot of people do that nowadays. Just look at yourself in the mirror and really focus on you and improve you as the individual and everything else will come along with it as well. So, Excellent. That's excellent. Is there anything else that uh, you want to add? Like, uh, again, we've already hit a little topic about what you would suggest for new, for new startups, for beginners. Um, just something else that, is there anything else that you want to add? Yeah, I, I got, I got one big thing that I, I, I know a lot of guys that are starting out probably run into is um, the, the whole idea of failure and um, quitting. I'm sure you've run into this a few times too, but in the past six months, I've already thought about quitting a few times. You know, and everyone runs into that. Um, so if you're starting out with the beginners out there and you run into some rough positions or you're hitting some walls, keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. It's always gonna it's always gonna get harder, but it's gonna get better in the end as well. So Okay. Which is uh it's it's good advice. What do you do? to keep yourself pushing forward? What do you, do you go back to those days when you were at the financial institution and you were just thinking about detailing every day? What, what do you go back to, to keep yourself pushing forward? Um, to be honest with you, I go, I go back to guys like yourself. I go back to my, my, my detailing friends, the community, because um, I see them enjoying themselves and, 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 you know, being really passionate about what they do and what they love. And I kind of look back on myself and be like, you know, that's what got me here to begin with. So whether it be finances being the issue or whatever it is, I kind of use that motivation to go ahead and push forward a little bit. And then also just the, for me personally, just the idea of owning a business um, is, is a very big part of my life. I'm not able to pass something down to my future generations, if that's what you want to call it. But I, I just don't see myself working for someone else um I, I want to do stuff on my own and provide on my own as well so that's a big part of my life too that's awesome that is so awesome um yeah like i said before i can i i, I personally see you becoming an industry leader i personally see you being someone that people reach out to for information i see you as being someone that people are going to just seek you out um I personally appreciate you for everything that you've done. I appreciate you for how you've portrayed yourself and you've put yourself out there and you've become so professional and you have um, given people great insight, great information and great, excuse me, great educational things for them to use. Um, don't stop. Keep pushing forward, like you said, and keep giving it to us because I think there's a lot of us out there that love it. We love watching you. We love seeing you grow. And we love um, what you're doing for the industry. And we want to see you continue to grow and, and do big things. Thank so, you, man. I 
really appreciate that. I appreciate you doing what you do because you don't you don't have to do this at the end of the day. You know, you're you're reaching out to individuals across the country um, that you don't even know necessarily, and you're 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 providing your time and effort in order to figure something out about them and provide something to the community as well. So that right there requires a big thank you and appreciation from not only myself but hopefully everyone that views this podcast. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. This is a lot of fun for me. And uh, it is just a tad bit jump out of my comfort zone. But, uh, you know, we're pushing forward. So, uh, Zaya, listen, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for everything that, uh, that you do. And thank you for, like I said, the information that you put out. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And I am uh, so looking forward to, to what you're going to be putting out next. And um, I appreciate you, you know, spending some time with me today. And uh, at this point, I'm going to let you go. I know you're busy. Go ahead and do your thing. And, um, you know, thank you so much for doing what you do. Yeah, no problem, Brian. And, and just for you know, any of the viewers out there, if you guys have any questions, anything detailing related, feel free. DM me, Instagram, Facebook, whatever works for me, works for, works for you, works for me. Um, and yeah, thank you again for giving me this opportunity to come on the podcast. Well, like I said, thank you for, uh, for giving me your time today. I appreciate it. And I really look forward to talking to you in the future. So All Zaya, right. until another day, keep sharing the shine, brother. Thank you, man. Same to you. Okay. Thanks, man. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.